Walk in Your Excellence. I'm your host, Sean Larry, and thanks for listening into this week's episode of Walk in Your Excellence. It's in the click of my heels, the bend of my hair, the palm of my hand, the need for my care, because I'm a woman, phenomenally, phenomenal woman, that's me. Maya Angelou, in all of her glory and excellence, gave us some of the most powerful words. She is truly a literary genius. And this was after she had been molested by her mother's boyfriend and silenced herself for five years as a child. She was a master of so many talents. In high school, she studied dance and drama. She went on to become an activist. And in honor of her spirit and National Women's History Month, this episode of Walking Your Excellence celebrates the life of one of the most influential women to grace our planet. Today's guest is similar in so many different ways. This young queen is a breath of fresh air, such a positive role model for our young women. Clyla Destiny is a screenwriter, poet, producer, and so much more. She's the co-founder of She's Got Vision, whose mission is to support the social-emotional development of at-risk teen girls. She just won an award for one of her short films and has toured the country as a motivational speaker. She's been working on the yet-to-be-released biopic, All Eyes on Me, about the life of the late and great Tupac Shakur. Please join me in welcoming the amazing Clyla Destiny. Hey, everybody. I'm so excited to be here. That yes, was great. We're excited to have you. Thanks for coming. <laughs> so uh, thank you, obviously, for coming on the show. You've had such an amazing journey through life, and you're so young. How old are you? I am only 24. Only 24. 24 years God, young. God, I remember those days. <laughs> I remember those days. And I'm so excited to see what's coming your way. You've already accomplished so much for such a young age, and you look absolutely amazing. Thank I see you. you're ready for the Super Bowl. I am ready for the Super Bowl. Past Nation. You okay. got my Bishop Brady uh, <laughs> <laughs> jersey on in the building nice nice well i'm excited you have such an amazing energy about yourself let's get right into it let's i want you it. to tell the world who you are well you gave me such an amazing introduction <laughs> so to really sum it all up i go by my little catchphrase i say i am a jack of all trades serving the master of all mm. um i i hold so many talents i'm multi-talented a multifaceted artist in every sense of the word um, but I'm also very much into sports. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm super athletic, um, and I think for a long time I I always felt like I was never good enough at one thing. And mm. people always tried to tell me, well, you have to pick one thing right. and be good at it. And then one day, you know, God was just like, No, you serve me. I yeah. created all things, and I created you exactly the way you are to be able to do this, 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 that, and everything else. So you can be a jack of all trades, and and I want you to switch the saying up. Instead of saying wow. a jack of all trades, master of none. No, you're a jack of all trades, and you serve the master of all. Nice. So. That is magical. That is magical. And so like. I, I too like struggle with the the fact that I have some talents. You know, I'm, I'm I'm in my humblest voice. I'm thankful that God has blessed me with some things, but that also like divides my passion. Mm -hmm. Like I'm passionate about education, which is why I'm a principal, right? But I I love talking to people. I love performance. I grew up playing instruments, and so I find myself sometimes conflicted on on what I truly love, and then like trying to master something like playing piano, so to speak. But I can't because I'm a full time principal, and that's my right. my job. How do you navigate those waters of being great at so many different things. I think you have seasons, you know, just mm. just the same way, you know, it's wintertime right now. It's snowing outside. You can't have the flowers outside with the snow, mm. you know. So I think it's it's all about, I hate to say balance, but it's a constant adjustment, mm. you know. Um, I had a friend of mine, he, he described it as like if you watch somebody on a tightrope and they're really balancing, they're never actually walking totally straight. They're mm. always a little to the right and a little to the left and a little to the right and yeah. a little to the left. So they're it's a constant readjustment through your life. So nice. I look at it as 
everything comes in season and the season's about three months yeah. so three months i'm gonna hone in and i'm gonna i'm gonna write this script yeah and the next three months i'm gonna be in the studio recording my ep and yeah, then the next, yeah, yeah. you know it's, it's all in season yeah so. i love it and what season are you in right now Right now, yeah. I'm. Uh, I feel like I'm in transition still. Okay. Um, since moving to New York and all those things, um, I feel like I'm in a very transitional season as far as my personal life goes. As far as my my artistry goes, I am working towards writing a script right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so right now I'm working on a screenplay. Okay. To submit to some film festival competitions, and nice. I'm also in acting school. Awesome. So. Doing yeah. so much, I love it. Let's let's hear a little bit more about some of the things that you've done. Uh, tell me about some of the projects that you've worked on. Now I know that. That you are the co-founder of an amazing organization. Mm -hmm. She got vision. Tell me about what, like what inspired you to create that, and what is the impact that it's having on the community. A friend of mine, her name is Janelle Richardson. Mm -hmm. She's a, a singer-songwriter based in Tampa, Florida. She came to me, and and we've been really good friends for a long time. And she was like, "Cly, I have this idea. Mm -hmm. I want to put on this event for teen girls, and I want to bring other women who are also phenomenal women doing all these things that they're doing, mm -hmm. um, and I want to bring them." to speak and pour into these girls because I see so many young girls who who have talents but they they don't know how to tap in mm. and they don't have the right people around them to kind of coach them and then we started talking about just our own upbringings and saying yeah you know if we had if we had some mentors in our lives that mm -hmm. that really mm -hmm. walked alongside us we would be able to also have accomplished so much more by this time right. even though we, both of us in our own right have done a lot so really what we wanted to do was provide a community not only for the girls to to find mentorship Mm -hmm. but also for them to find each other mm -hmm. and be like this is my talent what's yours nice. and for 13 14 year old girls that's big to yeah, have other people yeah. who are actually in the same mindset as them as opposed to deterring them to do other things that they could be doing yeah yeah and so. how, how have you been fulfilled in that work oh my gosh I love the youth that's yeah. my that's part of my passion mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so just hearing a lot of the girls who talk and they give their testimonies at the end mm -hmm. of the events and say I'm, I'm going after it. Mm -hmm. I, I know now after coming to this summit that my dreams are actually attainable. I'm nice. not dreaming too big. Actually, I'm not dreaming big enough. Nice. And to hear a, a 13, 14 year old girl say that, that's what touches my heart. And yeah. that's what says, oh, wow, maybe I'm doing something here. Yeah. You know, awesome. Awesome. Tell me a little bit about your childhood. My childhood was exciting, but it was also very challenging. Um, I was into a lot of things, a lot of sports, a lot of extracurricular activities my mm -hmm. dad said that we could not be lazy and be in his house <laughs> um but it was also very tough in in many ways yeah. my parents were great parents but they were they were very bad at being married i will say mm -hmm. that they were mm -hmm. very bad at being married so and i grew up in a, a house. big family very big family yeah. i have six brothers and wow. one sister wow. so huge family and blended very blended okay. so i had my parents had children from other uh, relationships mm -hmm. so a blended family but also grew up with a lot of verbal and physical abuse within the household and mm -hmm. things like that mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah and so how do you think that that has impacted like your work your passion the decisions you've made as an adult oh my goodness it's it's the impact yeah. <laughs> I feel like the, the things that happen to us in our childhood really shape who we become mm. and it's given me a passion for for other children who who grow up in houses that that have abuse in them mm -hmm. even if it's not the same type of abuse that I went through mm -hmm. and also my brother my oldest brother was murdered when I was nine mm. so that has I feel like I wouldn't have even found poetry or or any of the other things that poetry led to yeah. had that tragedy mm -hmm. not happened to me yeah 
Yeah, and I can definitely relate. Uh, as you know, my my little brother was murdered a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and so just finding finding the strength to like keep going and yeah. not realizing how much a tragedy can alter your life and trying to find that silver lining is always really difficult. So I can completely empathize with you. I want to stay on a lo- the lines of like challenging experiences. And so you talked a little bit about your your mom and dad and you know how they they struggle with loving each other. What has been your most challenging experience in life thus far? Wow. My most challenging experience in life thus far, I would say as a performer, it has to be, I've had to perform on the anniversary days of my brother's death. Mm. And I think that that will always be the most challenging experience of my life. I feel like there's nothing else that has happened to me thus far that, that trumps that, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So I feel, I feel like as a performer, it kind of, pushing through those days when real life and your real personal life is, is very, very real yeah. and you have to play a character that's happy or, mm. or, or something like that, or, or get up and talk to a bunch of people. Then after a show, do a meet and greet mm-hmm. and people don't understand mm-hmm. I'm going through torment right, right now. Right. And, and so I feel like that experience kind of has been my most challenging yeah. experience to deal with because it shapes a lot of my everyday life. Yeah. And what's your mindset when you're going through that experience? How do you, how would you push or encourage someone to get through it? How do you get through it? Prayer. Prayer. Okay. Um, and I hold on to the fact that you know, all things are working mm-hmm. for my good. Mm-hmm. You know, that scripture really, really holds true for me because for so many many days you're gonna have bad days you're gonna have good days Mm -hmm. but you have to know that even in these bad days this is working for my good even Mm -hmm. in my brother's death came poetry came Mm -hmm. came acting came Mm -hmm. screenwriting came all these other things Mm -hmm. so all things are working for my good you know had i not found poetry i probably wouldn't be here today (laughs) you know so so i feel like if i had to encourage somebody just i would say just know that even this this sorrow even this pain is working for your good yeah that's powerful thank you for that word now i was on your website recently uh and there was a phrase that that stood out to me and so in light of national woman's history month i want to talk a little bit about it and what it means to you at the top of your website you have the phrase queens inspire queens yes what does that mean to you it means as women, we have to come together and know that our gifts, our passions, our purpose can inspire the next person. And it kind of it kind of links back to what I just said about all those things working that it's like if I can share my story, mm-hmm. if I can share my sorrow and the things that I've gone through, I know that s- somebody needs my story Mm -hmm. it may Mm -hmm. not even necessarily be for me this pain may not necessarily be for me but it will be for the next queen the next woman coming up after me or even alongside of me or maybe even above me who who just may need a word Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um so i i have to tell myself when i don't feel like going on anymore that no clearly you're a queen you're royalty you know and your story will inspire somebody somebody needs you today yeah absolutely Absolutely. And so I want to talk a little about the, the moment that we met. It was actually, it was a lot of fun when we yeah. first met. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to have you on the show and, and have <laughs> us talk about that whole experience in general. So we, what was it? 2000, maybe 16, 15, maybe yeah, about two, like two years ago-ish. Yeah. We randomly met. And I don't remember the, the all the details. I think that you were fly, that you were super <laughs> fly. And when I see somebody who's decked out and super fly, I have to give a compliment. Oh and I think God. you had on a suit. I don't really remember. 
here, but <laughs> I know you are fine. I believe I started the conversation with probably. Um, I like everything that you're doing right here, sir. <laughs> oh God, you got me blushing here. Thank you. I appreciate that. We were <laughs> we were at the uh, Black Film Festival, Miami, Florida. Yes. I I don't even know how I got invited or why I was there. Whatever have you. I remember, I just love that experience, and I want you to reflect on it in a second. Um, one of the things that stood out to me, that I got there maybe on Thursday, and that, that night I went out with my fraternity brothers, uh, just a little meet and greet, and we saw Jeff Friday, who is the founder of, uh, one of the founders of the Black Film Festival. And I mean, this man is just um, amazing in, in everything. And so my frat brothers and I, we were sitting, we're having dinner, and I'm like, oh, look, there's Jeff Friday. And they, I guess my frat brothers get starstruck. I don't get starstruck. I'm it's the first person. For me, person. it depends on who it is. Yeah. I mean, if, Beyonce it's, if it's Beyonce. Oh, street. right, right. Because then I might go crazy <laughs> or faint. Who knows? But I think um, I saw him and I was like, I'm about to go talk to him. And they were like, sit down. Like, what are you doing? Don't mm-hmm. go talk to him. You're crazy. He's busy. He's, he's probably not going to talk to you. I'm like, no, I'm going to talk to him. I went and introduced myself. Uh, gave him my little like 20 second elevator pitch of like right. who I was. And he said, you know, I want to like chat with you more. Here's my, my number. Here's my email. Connect yes. with me. Uh, he still owes me an email. So Jeff Friday, if you're, <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, you owe me an email, my brother. Um, but it just really empowered me to like go up and talk to him and, and hear a little bit about his experience, uh, why he... He, he started the Black Film Festival, and I think it's a space where so many of our most talented stars mm-hmm. have been able to thrive. Like, yes. they, they entered into the festival, mm-hmm. they won, and then we have, like, the next great Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. One, is that going to be you? Hopefully it's going to be you. <laughs> Two, talk to me a little bit about your experiences at the Black Film Festival and why it's such a magical place that everyone needs to experience. I feel like every time I go to the Black Film Festival, I come home crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just because it's literally that powerful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, for That was my first time going when I had met you there. Mm-hmm. And I think I probably cried every single day of that festival. But I think what, what stuck out to me most was, I believe that was the time where um, Nate Parker was doing... Yes, uh, yes. Was, uh, what's the name of the movie? I, why can't With, I even um, think about it right now? I can't even... His, his, uh, Nat, the Nat Turner movie. Uh, Birth of a Nation. Birth of a Nation, there we go. And his whole one-on-one interview that he did was just absolutely inspirational mm-hmm, to me. Mm-hmm. And I think every time I go to the Black Film Festival, it's really good because there's so much connections that are made, i.e. this one yeah. that I've made with you yeah. here. And it's just a place where we realize that we are on the right track. Mm. Like we're actually doing work that matters. Mm-hmm. And just like you said, I can actually potentially go from not being known to being seen based off of the opportunities that are awarded yeah. to to new faces through that festival. Yeah. And yes, I am entering one of my, the screenplay that I'm, I'm writing right now, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to enter it into the TV One competition that they're they're doing nice. um, for this festival. So maybe it could maybe. be me next. It could we don't be know. You. It could be you. But, we'll we'll but get yeah. you on another episode talking <laughs> about it. Do you, I, I'm not, I know this is probably like a top secret, but what is the, the premise of the screenplay? The premise of the screenplay it's actually I already did a short film so I'm turning okay. the short film that almost, I did right? into yes yeah. almost so I'm turning that idea into a full feature length okay. script and so basically it talks about women and their struggles with incompetent cervix I had a mm. friend of mine who struggled with incompetent cervix I had no idea what it was until I until right. she shared to, her story you have to probably define that too for me yes so so basically 
incompetent cervix is you get to a certain stage in your pregnancy and mm. your cervix is not strong enough to actually hold the baby inside. Mm. So you could be having a perfectly healthy pregnancy with a perfectly healthy child and nothing be wrong. But if you don't know that you have this problem, you can get to almost even into your third trimester wow. and lose your and lose the baby. So wow. my friend had no idea what was wrong with her. She had had a couple miscarriages, even had a baby that lived for three hours. And it was just the struggle wow. that I had no idea that she was dealing with. And I wanted to tell her story. So, wow. yeah. Wow, that is powerful. That is powerful. What describe to me the person that inspires you? Well, you gave me this amazing introduction, and if I had to to do a you know a, a famous or a celebrity person who who inspires me, it would have to be Maya Angelou. Mm, interesting. Uh, Why? She is she's phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal <laughs> pun woman. In, she pun is. intended. <laughs> um, she is a phenomenal woman, and for everything that you said in in your intro of her, that mm-hmm. she's a poet, she's a dancer, she's a writer, she's a singer. She was all of these things, and she made me also feel like. I'm not this this foreign thing over here that I have all these these talents. Mm-hmm. And and like I said, I'm a jack of all trades. She also was a jack of all trades. There's people know her as a poet, but there was so yeah, many yes. things that she did. She wrote for television. She, you know, she acted in the original roots, right? Mm. She was in the original roots. All these things that Mother Maya, I like to call her Mother Maya. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like you have to say mother. <laughs> and and what actually strikes me the most about her is I watched her documentary on Netflix mm. and when people were talking about her, they didn't refer to her as somebody that was hard to touch. Mm. She was mother, sister, friend, daughter, all of those things. And um, I think for me that was what I relate to most. I don't want to be somebody who becomes untouchable. Mm-hmm. I want people to be like, no, Kyla was like this one time I cried on her shoulder. And then this one time we laughed till we, till we cried, right, you know? Right. Um, I don't want to be somebody that's untouchable. And I think that's why she inspires me so much. Yeah. And if there's someone who you would like want to work with in the future, who oh would that gosh, be? Denzel. Denzel? Yes. He's I like mean, my the, the obvious reasons, right? <laughs> but tell us, d- tell us even more about it. <laughs> um, so my favorite movie of all time is Remember the Titans. All my friends hate really? watching that movie with me because I know every word from beginning <laughs> to end and I don't care who you are, where you are. I'm quoting every word from beginning to end. I even know the director's cut version of the movie. It's wow. that serious. Wow. And I just think his performance in that movie, ever since I was a little girl, I don't know what it was about about him in that movie and what he what his character represented and and that colliding of of color lines Mm -hmm. um which i also feel is a big part of my purpose that has stuck with me and and then everything he's done since like he's just he's just amazing and then just to hear him speak even on just regular terms when you hear see his little clips on youtube of him just like talking to students and talking to people he's so inspirational yeah and um like i said he's like my grandfather yeah i love it (laughs) i love it and who would be the i guess female equivalent Female equivalent to Denzel to work with. I would love to work with Ava DuVernay. Really? Yes. I would love to work with her. Why is that? For everything she stands for, just her message for racial equality. And just she's so talented. Yeah. And she seems so down to earth. I'd be watching her little Instagram snap and she'd be like, this is so-and-so. That's (laughs) so-and-so. And and we're on set. And I'm Ava DuVernay, but I'm super chill. Right. I love it. (laughs) Or Issa Rae, too. Like those, you know, right now, those are people who who really have, I feel like, their, their ear to the 
to the culture right yeah, now. So, yeah, I love so, yeah. it. I was thinking about that question actually on my on my way into the studio. Like if I had one guess on walking your excellence other than Beyonce. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> if you're me. listening, B, we're waiting for you right here, New York City. I am infatuated ever since I was a kid with Whoopi Goldberg for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why, but I have all from Serafina to like Sister X. Like I am a big fan of Whoopi Goldberg and I never I never realized how big of a fan I was so Whoopi you too I feel like this is the episode <laughs> of Walking Your Excellence where I'm trying to that would actually get be all amazing the guests because you know, she's, she's the like only quiet, one but yeah. she's powerful She's like quiet power. She's for one real. of the only black women, or the only black woman that even has an egot. The only black man. She's no one else has it. I yeah. believe. I think she's the only person to have won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. Mm-hmm. I'm coming like, for you, Whoopi. Though, come on, but I'm coming right, for you. Right, right. I mean, that is phenomenal. Yeah, that is phenomenal. that would be a great just, guest to have. Yeah, I I love everything about her, and she's just so chill. She's yeah. just so chill. So yeah, you got to come for her. She has yeah. the ego. What would you tell the younger Kyla? Everything's gonna be okay. Mm. I would tell myself that now. Right. Too. <laughs> right. I feel like I need to. That's, <laughs> tell me that. that's me every day. Tell me that right now. Yeah. Um, but everything's going to be okay. Mm. Where does that come from? So much. I feel like my teenage years were, I was so angry. Mm. You know, I was angry at my situation, my family life. I was angry at my parents, all these things. And I would tell myself it's going to be okay. Yeah. 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 Like it's su- such a simple thing to mm-hmm. hear. But it's but, hard. But right? it's like, hard. How do you feel yeah. like it, you know? You kind of hope and you're optimistic that everything's going to be okay. But when you're down and out, like what's, I know you said that prayer pulls you out. Like, do you tell yourself, like, I know some people stand in front of the mirror for two minutes mm-hmm. and do their Superman. Or Super I do my power pose. pose. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> like what is the one thing that you go to that you do? Yeah. So definitely prayer. But I have a strong, I, I'm a very firm believer that we're not meant to do life alone. Mm. And so I have a very strong circle, inner, 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 inner circle mm-hmm. of people who, when I really get to a point where I'm like, like, I need somebody to tell me something. Mm. I have, a, I have phenomenal friends and, and not everybody can say that, Yeah. but I have amazing, amazing friends that will pray with me, that will stand in the gap for me and and hold me down hold yeah. me down like tangibly spiritually emotionally mm-hmm. i have phenomenal friends and i think i think that's a big thing a lot of times you know fear anxiety depression all of those things thrive in loneliness mm. when you when you put yourself in a box like nobody knows nobody understands that is that is a scary place to be so i really try to communicate with my with my circle hey this is going on in my life right now i need help can you help me yeah you know yeah and i and i think we need to do more of that just across the board all people yeah you know? what accomplishment are you most proud of because i think as like as people who are going through life and like trying to be successful and have their hands in this and has their hand, have, you know, like you, you, you express the seasons, right? Mm-hmm. What season are you most like proud about? Hmm. It, it actually isn't a season of, of anything that has to do with like my talents. Mm-hmm. I would say, I think the most moments that I am proud of are the, the times where I actually get to sit and teach and talk to my nieces and nephews mm-hmm. because I'm always away. Oh, I'm, I'm getting emotional. I'm getting sad. This Aww. makes me sad because I miss those my babies. But, but yeah, those moments yeah. with them are the ones that are the most special to me. Yeah. So I hold my title of auntie very, very seriously. I feel like that's a gift. Yeah. 
can't imagine what I'm going to be like when I become a mom. Oh my right. God. <laughs> I love it. But we need it. And like, I, I, like I thank you for being mm-hmm. so vulnerable even in this moment because that alone is so special. Like there are so like kids need, yeah. they need someone like that. Mm-hmm. Someone who is going to just love on them all the time. Yeah. And I want to meet your nieces and nephews now. Like I'm, <laughs> they're awesome. They're, yeah. That's, they're so smart. Yeah. <laughs> and beautiful and handsome. I that's love you guys. Awesome. Oh my God. How, how beautiful. And what, mm-hmm. what's next for you? Next for me, I'm trying to get through acting school. Okay. Um, actually started something the other day called Professor Black Teach. It's a character. Nice. <laughs> that I came up with. And uh, the whole goal is to to really. I think I saw it on Instagram. Did you post something I did. recently? I made a post. <laughs> I did. Um, so it's a really comedic approach yeah. to some tough topics in the black community between white people and black people. Yeah. And um, I wanted to start conversation. Nice. And I want I want black people to be in a place where we can. Uh, safely express our anger, our frustration, our hurt, mm-hmm. and um, to allow people that are not of color to ask questions and listen and understand and for us to be able to start and have those tough, 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 tough conversations that have to happen in order for us to progress as a country. Yeah. Well, yeah. I got to watch that Instagram. You know, I deal, <laughs> I deal with difficult conversations every day yes. uh, in, in, my, in my realm of yes. work. Kyla Destiny, tell us how you walk in your excellence every day. I walk in my excellence every day by being obedient Mm. to my calling and pursuing my passions and my purpose with fervor and with urgency. Mm. Laziness wants to win all the time. Yeah. You know, it wants to win all the time. But um, I think in order to to really, truly walk in the excellence that that really only comes from God, you know, to walk in in that excellence and walk in my giftings that he's so graciously given to me is to to pursue the things that I'm passionate about in my heart with a sense of discipline Mm. and and to know that that just as fast as it comes, it can be taken away. Yeah. So true. Mm -hmm. So true. And tell us where we can find you. I know you got Instagram, you got a website, (laughs) things happening. Tell us where we can find you. You can go to cloudofdestiny.com. If you so please, but also I'm on all social media platforms as C Destiny B. The E is a three. C Destiny B, as in boy. The E is a three. Nice, nice. And your your website? Clyladestiny.com. Awesome. Yes. Can you spell Clyla for us? C L Y L A Destiny D E S T I N Y. Awesome and such a such a beautiful name, Clyla Destiny. Thank oh you. gosh. My mother gave it to me. I got it for my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> awesome (laughs) what a way to end a phenomenal show i had such a great time talking with you clyda it was my pleasure oh my gosh you guys heard it here first the clyla destiny the poet the community builder the jack of all trades the role model so many amazing things and so many golden nuggets from this episode that you heard from this young lady who is drastically impacting the world in such a positive way Thank you, folks, for listening in to this week's episode of Walk in Your Excellence. Define who you are, follow your passion, speak your truth, be unapologetically you, and always remember to walk in your excellence. Walk in Your Excellence is recorded at Necessary Studios in New York City, produced by myself, Maya, and Nikki. Follow us on Instagram at NEC Studios. I'm your host, Sean Larry. You can find me on Instagram at Formula22, at Walk in Your Excellence. Tag the hashtag Walk in Your Excellence and visit my website, www.seanlarry.com. That's S-E-A-N-L-A-R-R-Y. Define who you are, follow your passion, speak your truth, be unapologetically you, and always remember to walk in your excellence. Your excellence.